It's time for the Video Marketing Value Podcast from Hey.com. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners just like you get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Golden, and today we have a special guest, Joshua Wethington of Broken Peanut Media. Welcome, Joshua. Hey, Dane. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast today. Okay, so I asked you on today to talk about what businesses really need from their video partner because there are some things they don't need and some things that they think that they need that they don't and don't that they do. Isn't that true? It's just confusing. It's all all around confusing for most businesses. Right. So this is something that you do. You help companies with that. And I thought I'd ask you a little bit about this. Does that work for you? That works for me. Let's do it. Okay. So... When companies are working with a video marketing agency, what do they usually think that that they need most? So depending on the size of the company or the brand, I usually get one of two responses to this or when they start talking to us, they either say, one, we want to create this 30-second commercial and bring in this big celebrity spokesperson and we're just going to air it on after the late show and it's going to go viral on YouTube. Or they think, hey, we want to make a really funny viral video. That way we get a lot of customers. So it's either like this really big commercial or a viral video is what they think will solve all of their problems. When in fact, most of the time, it's something completely besides that. (laughs) Okay. So to repeat, a 30-second commercial with a celebrity or a viral video with millions of views. Now – These two things seem to have something in common and that they both are sort of in the popular culture as things that work, right? They are – everyone's seen a 30-second commercial with a athlete or whoever and everyone's heard of this concept of a viral video. Exactly. So, you know, they're bringing in a little bit of traditional and a little bit of this new media and all these brands just think, well, for us to be successful – on YouTube or Facebook or Snapchat or any other online platform, we have to go viral. When the reality is, even if a company does make a viral video, that's really awesome for short-term sales and getting large growth in a short period of time. But as far as a long-term strategy goes, once that viral video stops getting advertising and it's kind of had its heyday and it's sizzled out, the company's stuck with the exact same problem they had before they even made the video. And it's like, nobody knows who we are. Nobody's engaging with us and we're not growing our customer base. So what's the real solution to the problem? Right. And and one of the key things I picked out, I'm not sure if our listeners did that you said, once the viral video stops getting advertising, because no matter how funny a video is, these videos get lots of advertising. So they're quite expensive, potentially, right? Yes. The misconception is if a brand like Coca-Cola or Nike or American Airlines makes a viral video that it just went viral on its own merit. Now, that's not to say that a brand can't do that. But most of the viral videos that we think of, you know, like the Dollar Shave Club, Squatty Potty, Poopery, all of these things had some form of advertising pushing 
it forward. And it doesn't mean that's not well done. It just means it's not just because people thought it was awesome. Exactly. So it's, they're all incredibly well-crafted videos. They're funny. You know, you watch it, you laugh, you want to share it with your families and friends, but how they first got their initial, you know, hundreds of millions of views is there was definitely advertising distribution and influencer marketing all behind them, which takes money from the brand. Right. So these celebrity spokespeople, viral videos, in the end, those are huge budgets. Correct. You know, most of the time we're looking at anywhere from 500000 onwards to kind of get this thing from a pre-production to hiring influencers or actors, doing the sets, shooting the creative, doing all the A-B testing, and then going and launching and doing the advertising. You know, some of these videos cost millions upon millions of dollars to create. Which may not be for for everyone. What what does the client really need the most when they come to you that they don't realize? Yeah, most brands don't have you know two and a half, three million dollars just laying around to put into a video, so, but they do have some form of budget where they know they need to make steady social media content. And this is what they really need. They need a multi-level strategy that involves kind of, you know, you and I are both YouTube guys, so we always go back to YouTube's um, own programming schedule of help, hub, and hero content. And I like to use that, and I kind of modify it when I'm talking to brands. And I basically say, you know, your multi-level strategy needs to start out with help content, you know, this how-to tutorial product demos. And then you need to go into more of your product and service videos and bring in influencer marketing into the second level because it's always better to have somebody else be a spokesperson for your brand than you just being your own brand and talking about your how great your own product and service is. That works a little bit, but it's always better when other people are talking about you. Mm-hmm. And then we go into this hero um, level of advertising, which can be a, sh- a shareable video, or we can incorporate some YouTube advertising if the budget, um, if we have the money in the budget for those kind of things. And it may or may not be the type of advertising that people normally do. Yeah, you can be really effective on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram if you have just this a steady budget and by just you know, promoting content by using keywords now for in-stream ads, or if, you know, you have a a good media company and you want to take a shot at, you know, maybe making somewhat of a shareable video and just remarketing that to your own email list or past users, past visitors of your website or people that have previously viewed your YouTube channel. If you've been creating content for a while, that can help spread it on a smaller scale. So when you first sign on with a client, what are some of the hurdles getting ramped up with them? Now, one of the biggest hurdles even today in 2019 is it amazes me how so many brands really don't understand who their audience is and where their audience is. I have brands that come to me and they think their audience is on YouTube when they're in manufacturing or wholesale, and actually LinkedIn's a better platform for that. I have other companies that you know, are selling to 
18 to 25 year olds and they're a lifestyle brand. So YouTube is a good place for that. But sometimes we get better traction on Instagram. So you just have to know who your audience is and what platform that audience is on, because not everybody has to be on LinkedIn. Not everybody has to be on YouTube. You know, you just have to meet your audience where they are and give them the content that that platform supports. Right. Exactly. And what else? After that, one of the biggest hurdles is just simply getting access to everything that I need. You know, a very good video marketing agency is going to want access to your channel. We're going to be looking at your Google Analytics. We need to look at your AdWords or your Facebook pages if we're doing advertising on there. And it amazes me when I go and talk to the directors of social media or the directors of marketing and I'm like, hey, I need access to this. And they're like, yeah, somebody set up the YouTube channel five years ago and they left. So we just set up another YouTube channel, but nobody knows the password to it. So that's kind of one of those just clerical errors. But once we get access to everything, we make sure that everything's set up and working. So as we start our process, everything's communicating and we can report correctly. We're pretty much good to go. And then what do you do? You know, once we figured out who we're really speaking to, what platforms we need to focus in on and what type of content we're going to create for those platforms. That's all the heavy lifting. And that's, you know, coming from a traditional broadcast media standpoint, we kind of refer to all of that as pre-production, you know, all the strategy, all the planning, all this before the video, all this before the video, this is like where the blunt of the work happens. And it's also, kind of the most frustrating for the client. And I understand that because we're putting all these man hours into this research and doing all this analysis, crunching all of this data, and we're giving them presentations. But they're like this, you know, you're a video marketing agency. You're supposed to be creating videos and getting me millions of views and bringing in business. And, you know, if we don't do all of this stuff in the pre-production phase, all that stuff isn't going to happen, you know, further down the line. So once we get all of that and the strategy outline, we go into production and that's when the fun and the magic really starts to happen because we get to start creating all this content that we've been talking about from a month up to three months depending on how complicated of a project it is what's this what's this guy talking about analytics for i just want to see the dog juggle with the monkey exactly just show me a sneezing panda and just put our brand at the end of it and they'll click over to our website right yeah not exactly (laughs) that's the kind of customer i want the person who loves the sneezing panda yeah so joshua when you're a brand or a business and you want to work with a video marketing agency they sort of are all a black box. You don't know why one is better than another. I mean, you can see, hey, they did an, a video I like, but how do I know if they're actually going to drive in business or be the type of company I want to work with? Yeah. So some advice I would give to a brand that's looking for a potential video marketing partner is one, I would just, on in general, I would say, stay away from larger agencies. So if, you know, you go and search for a digital agency or ad advertising agency near me, the guys that generally pop up number one on Google, stay away from them because they're doing the broadcast commercials, they're doing billboards, they're doing magazines, you know, print ads and stuff like that. They all have a digital aspect of it but they really understand that traditional media and the digital is just kind of like a byproduct of it. I would really search 
and start looking around on Facebook or on YouTube or on Instagram for smaller boutique agencies that are creating great content on the platforms that you want to be because they're leading by example. They're actually creating content that's working and bringing an audience towards them. So, so are you just saying this because you're not a large agency or do you truly believe that some of these large agencies just don't get it or they're not nimble or they're too expensive? What is it? I think it's all of the above, to be perfectly honest. Large agencies are really expensive because you're paying for the building, all the space, all the account executives. It amazes me when um, I started working with larger brands and I would be on the opposite side of the table and speaking to some of these account executives, you know, executives at these agencies. And they were kids fresh out of college that really didn't understand everything. And these large brands, I'm like, this is who you communicate with? And they're like, yeah, these are the people that run the day-to-day thing. So my own biased opinion is large agencies are just kind of dying and their business model isn't agile enough for brands that need to grow on social media. Okay, but but you still haven't really told me. You told me who not to look for. You told me how to look. But how do I know who's better than another? So you can look for somebody that has experience in your industry, but all business ultimately comes down to is who do you click with? When you get on the phone and you talk to them, who's the guy or the agency that is going to give you all the details and they kind of have the vision of you? And I would look for a partner that has both the strategy and the creative and the advertising side all in one house because typically the smaller companies that handle all of that, you know that all of that's going to be in sync. So you're not talking to one person about your strategy and then another company is doing the creative and then a third company just gets that creative and they start running ads against it. You know, when that's all in sync and underneath one house, it's kind of that old philosophy, one throat to choke, but it's all in sync if they're doing it right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. And a business has found their agency and they're happy to be working with someone like you, but what type of goals do they set up? How do, how do they know and how do they report back to their boss that they've done a good job? Yeah, there's a variety of different goals. So sometimes in, you have to kind of work with your customer to figure out where they're at. Are they looking to build their audience and just put content out there, get some, you know, brand awareness, build up brand loyalty by putting out more content so just more people know who they are? Are you trying to correlate the video content and go directly into sales or use this video content to start building up your sales funnel by collecting email addresses, doing product demos, um, getting people to sign up for a webinar. All of those are really good metrics to kind of measure. You know, like we've put out 10 videos kind of talking about this topic and we've noticed a 5x increase in people in our webinars or something like that. Or are we just trying to put out videos and go all the way to measuring ROI through product sales? You know, and is the video content meant to sell a product right away from our website so we can just measure the traffic? and how much product sales have gone up based on the strategy we're implementing. Excellent, Joshua. And tell tell me, Joshua Wethington, where are you located, and does that matter when you're working with a client? 
So right now my agency is based in Dallas, Texas, and I really don't think it matters where we're based out of. Um, right now, typically most of our clients are either in Los Angeles or New York. So we work remotely and just fly in, do Skype calls, um, and do our weekly phone calls and come in, you know, once a month or once a quarter, depending on the client's needs. And, you know, most people are pretty happy with that. As long as we're doing the work and we're getting the results that we're promising and we're getting paid for, you know, people really don't care where we're based out of. And and just to review, what are the some of the types of services that a video marketing agency like yours would offer? So my agency in particular, we do a lot of YouTube consulting. So that's one-on-one consulting with both YouTubers and brands. We do content strategies and audits for uh, both creators and brands, depending on where they're at. And then we also move into kind of the higher level of service where we're either doing channel management, kind of managing these social media channels, optimizing the content and actually doing content creation because we've been doing online video creation for over 12 years now. So you really, really know how it works. Excellent. And it's called Broken Peanut Media. Why do you, why did you call it Broken Peanut Media? So let's see, 2009. So way back in the day or 2009, when I was creating my company, I basically didn't want anything to be Weathington video production or anything to do with my very long um, last name. So I came up with Broken Peanut Media just basically because I wanted to be a little different. I knew <laughs> I was going to be online. And Peanut is actually my bro- my older brother's nickname. <laughs> so I kind of named the company after him. And how can people find out more about you? Uh, you can go to our website, brokenpeanutmedia.com, and check out all of our services, or you can find me pretty much anywhere on social media using um, the handle Video Joshua. Video Joshua. Thank you, Joshua Wethington of Broken Peanut Media. And people will be able to find this episode by searching for Hey and Joshua Wethington. That's W E T H I N G T O N. My name is Dane Golden, and I want to thank you, the listener, for listening to us today. I do this podcast, the Video Marketing Value Podcast from Hey.com, and the videos because I love helping marketers and business owners just like you grow your customer community through helpful how-to videos. Because when you share your expertise in a way that helps your customers live their lives better or do their jobs better, you'll earn their loyalty, and their trust, and their business. Thanks to our special guest, Joshua Weathington of BrokenPeanutMedia.com. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through videos.